Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. The South is full of history. Tales of the strange creatures that defy logic, outlaws who took towns, and roadside curiosities that cause intrigue. Grab your sweet tea, gather around, and let's spin a yarn. Welcome to Southern Oddities. Meridian is the seventh largest city in Mississippi, with a population of over 40,000 people. Established in 1860 at the junction of the Mobile and Ohio Railroad and Southern Railway of Mississippi. Meridian built an economy based on the railways and goods transported on them, and it became a strategic trading center. During the American Civil War, General William Sherman burned much of the city to the ground in the Battle of Meridian in 1864. After the city was rebuilt after the war, the city entered a golden age, and it became the largest city in Mississippi between 1890 and 1930, and a leading center for manufacturing in the South, with 44 trains arriving and departing daily. Union Station, built in 1906, is now a multi-module center with access to Amtrak and Greyhound buses, averaging 242,000 passengers per year. And although the economy slowed with the decline of the railroad industry, the city has diversified with healthcare, military, and manufacturing. But while the city of Meridian has much history, it also holds the graves of some of its most unknown history, the graves of the king and queen of the gypsies. In February 1915, thousands of Romani people from around the United States slowly but surely made their way to the town of Meridian in Mississippi. Their queen had died, and they wanted to pay their respects to the head of the clan. Queen Kelly Mitchell passed away on January 31st after suffering complications during the birth of her 15th child, while the family was camped out in Cotopa, Alabama. Her husband, King Emil had sought local medical assistance and even offered a fee of $10,000 if doctors could save her, but the efforts were in vain. The couple were the leaders of the Mitchell clan of Romani people, one of the largest in America, and Emil, who was born in Brazil, had moved to the country as a child and had been crowned king in 1884. Romani people are a traditionally nomadic group, thought to originally belong to the northwest of India. They were once commonly referred to as gypsies, but the term has now taken on a negative racial connotation. Widespread movement across centuries has led to their presence all around the globe. 
where they assimilated the culture of the different places they live in, but also retained a distinct Romani identity. The Romani people began immigrating to North America in colonial times, with small groups recorded in Virginia and French Louisiana. Large-scale Roma immigration to the United States began in the 1860s, with romantial groups from Great Britain, with the most significant number immigrated in the early 20th century, mainly from the Blacks group of Kaldeshra. After Kelly's death, it was decided that she would be buried at the Rose Hill Cemetery in nearby Meridian. At the time, Meridia was already known as the Queen City, which perhaps swayed the king's decision, and many people today incorrectly assume that Meridian's nickname is because of the Gypsy Queen's grave, but it isn't. The real reason for choosing burial in Meridian was that it was the nearest place with a refrigerated morgue, and the Queen needed refrigeration because it took 12 days before America's gypsies could assemble for her funeral. Queen Kelly's funeral was a distinctly Romany event, which reportedly was attended by over 20,000 gypsies, who arrived in the city on special trains, creating a musical party atmosphere in the overflowing town. A newspaper report about the funeral read like this, her swarthy face, with its high cheekbones, is typical of Romani tribes, and the head, the upper portion of which is covered with bright silken drapery pinned at the back with pins, rests upon a cushion of filmy silken satin. The hair is braided gypsy fashion, and the dark tresses shine. The body is attired in a royal robe of gypsy green and other bright colors, contrasting vividly with the somber hues usually under such circumstances. After the funeral, rumors that Kelly's coffin was crafted out of gold at a cost of $15,000, and that $20 gold coins had been thrown into the casket at the time of the burial. And soon, the site was damaged several times by grave robbers searching for treasure until Kelly's grave was finally reinforced with better materials. And despite these grave robbing attempts, the grave site is a festive corner of the cemetery with its many trinkets that people leave, hoping that the gifts will please her and their problems will be solved. Crushed orange soda cans dot the grave, as this is rumored to have been the queen's favorite drink. Beads, coins, whiskey, and cigarettes are some of the other common offerings to the deceased Romani leader. When Emil died 27 years later, he chose to be buried next to Kelly. His funeral, in the depths of World War II, was modest, and his tomb remains unplundered. The graves of the king and queen, but especially the queen, are easy to spot in the cemetery. They're festive with Mardi Gras bead necklaces, trinkets, flowers, costume jewelry, and offerings of whiskey and loose change. These are not tokens of affection, but are bribes left in the belief that they will entice Kelly or Emil to enter their dreams and solve their problems. But of course we know, the offerings of food are just eaten 
by the fire ants. I hope you enjoyed this unusual tale. To find out more about the show and keep up with what we are doing, follow Southern Oddities on Twitter and Instagram by searching at Southern Odd Pod. Make sure to subscribe for free on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast listening app. This show was created by me, Jared Ortis, and is part of the Ortis Studios Podcast Network. You can learn more about this show and more shows on the network by visiting ortisstudios.com. And until the next time we spin a yarn, don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.